Welcome to the first series of Desert Island Dictator, a brand new podcast by Jacob Hatton. Every week, I interview a castaway who is marooned on a desert island with just eight records, a book, and a single luxury item. Fast forward three years, the castaway now rules the island with an iron fist. But what rules will they institute, and how will they bring around a better or even more terrible world? This week, I'm speaking to Bennett Kavanagh, a comedian and a musician. At this stage of the podcast, I hadn't quite worked out the structure of how it would all fit together. So this episode is a little bit more freeform, a little bit more freewheeling, but the conversation was so entertaining I just had to keep it. Please listen on our first castaway, Bennett Kavanagh. Kavanagh, who is a comedian, a musician, uh, an improviser, I think. <laughs> Are you? Oh, uh, yeah, go on, man. Yeah, I'll take that. The correct answer would be yes and, uh, if you were a true <laughs> improviser. So I'm, I'm a no-but improviser. I, I shut down all other suggestions. Uh, I, I haven't got very far in the improv world. Everyone hates me. No, but... Uh, <laughs> Some of them. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like see, it. There we go. Oh, getting like into it. it. Uh, getting into it. Um, <laughs> now, three years ago, uh, Bennett was marooned on a desert island. Yeah. He took with him only the three records. Move on from the musical Sunday in the park with in the park with George, which is a Sondheim musical, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I'm not sure where it came in his career. I think it was quite late on, but it's, uh, yeah, one of my favourite musicals, definitely. Yes, and yet he only took one track. Uh, his second record was Goodbye, <laughs> Mr. A by the Hoosiers. His third record was Singing in the Rain. He, book, he took a book, uh, I Am Jackie Chan, My Life in Action by the, author, the title author Jackie Chan and George presumably a number of ghostwriters. Uh, and his luxury item was a chorizo sausage. Um, I've not pronounced chorizo correctly and for that what i will say is if 30 seconds into the first episode of this podcast all the population of italy or spain spain <laughs> want to cancel me oh more more of them have logged off now yeah well you know Can't what as well nation right. <laughs> you know what as well like we're joking but um if you think about the you think about how the structure of a podcast the first people to listen to a podcast are your family and friends and you kind of hope that they're going to recommend it and it'll grow mm. organically my brother does live in barcelona so there's every chance there that he will recommend this to his spanish friends and i have just lost all of them um anyway we've got to make sure we're very pro spanish for the rest of the podcast then 
very pro-Spanish. I love uh, Chorizo. I love them. Well, no, because the thing is they're Catalan. So actually, that's the worst. Oh, oh no. that's the worst thing we could be. Uh, oh, we, you just can't win. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Well, that's what the that's what the um, municipal government of Barcelona said when Spain wouldn't verify ratify their their referendum. But you know, that's the. Um, anyway, yeah, this little... kind of podcast is the the perfect perfect companion to the to the catalan people isn't it perfect you know what i would say i would say that if you are if you are a if you are someone who cares deeply about the struggle of the catalan people um then desert island dictator is the podcast for you i think that's yeah and i think that's going to become clear as the episode and series unfolds it's actually going to be like quite, it's going to be quite honestly, it's going to be quite uncomfortable after a while because as well, it's going to be like quite, quite hard nationalist Catalan support, like really kind of like every now and again. Uh, and then in the middle, there'll just be some stuff like, fuck the Basques. And you'll be like, oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. The adverts in between. Yeah. The sponsorship by the Catalan government. Yeah. Or, the, or whatever the Catalan people decide. Who knows? Yeah, whatever they decide. If you're if you if you're a Catalan listener and you don't you actually think that uh, Spain as a nation state is worth defending, you know, honestly, I don't actually, I don't know anything about this. Uh, I don't know who are the fascists and who aren't. As I understand it, actually, both. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So as I understand it, there's like quite a lot of hard nationalists who are. Um, there's quite a lot of hard national nationalist Catalonians, uh, but mm. also uh, there's kind of stamp a lot of the stamping down of regional ide- identities like Basque and Catalan was do- also done by Franco. So mm. it's kind of like it, I was it's say, like we want to Franco... be racist, but as long as there's not that many of us, uh, that kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Franco was around for for ages, wasn't he? I, I swear he was he was around until the no, not the eighties. Can't be as late as that, but. I don't. Th- I don't think he was an '80s guy. He was. A, he was. A, you, let's not. Let's not go into it too much because I don't want to reveal my ignorance this early. Anyway, three <laughs> Are years. You, sure you don't want to, to keep on talking about Catalan independence. No, I want to talk podcast? about. I, I want to talk about your desert islands because three years oh, ago. Oh yeah, that'd be great. You yeah. were marooned. Yeah, three years ago, you were marooned on a desert island. Yeah. Um, you ruined with those items, uh, the three songs, the book, and. The sausage that I will not name for fear of reprisals. And <laughs> fast forward three years, and you now rule the islands with an iron fist. The island's name is Jackie Chad, and your title is Jackie Chan Bennett Kavanagh or Jackie Chan. Are you so? Is 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 Jackie Chan a? Is it like King Bennett Kavanagh? So is your title Jackie Chan Bennett Kavanagh? Or it's just Jackie Chan. You just you just are Jackie Chan. Yeah. Um I, I think anyone probably a bit like the Dalai Lama, in that anyone who becomes that position just has that name. I mean, having said that, I don't know if the Dalai Lama has a name and that's just his title. He has but a name. He does have yeah. You know, do you know what his name is? Jacob no, Hatton. Hatton. Yeah. It was you. It was. All Love along. your work. Quit, I, it was all right though. Was, uh, you know, it was good um, being a sort of benevolent dictator, like for a while. Wow. It's quite problematic, obviously. They've done a few things that, yeah. If you look the records up, I'm not on that great. But um, 
Yeah, I, I thought didn't... I'd retire from that mm. and become a 31-year-old podcaster in Catford. Um, I think that's that's the, the that's the next step in reincarnation, isn't it? Yeah. So speaking yeah, of the next step, the Dalai Lama. I understand that you've only been you've only ruled this island you've only ruled this island for three years, Jackie, uh, Jackie mm-hmm. Chan. But mm-hmm. have you considered how a succession principle? So, do you believe, for example, that your your the glory of your rule will last forever, or have you considered how your successor will they inherit the title of Jackie Chan? Will they become the new Jackie Chan, or will there they... simply be lesser martial artists from smaller franchises following on after you um there, there's a there's an election process so there'll be uh, there'll be a jackie chan and then uh, a whole bunch of martial arts instructors go into a uh, a small room and they d- debate this this is when look I, I i don't i don't want to bring it up but i i'm you know jackie chan is going to die at some point you know I will die, and then, and we will need a Jackie Chan to replace Jackie Chan. It'll be a case of uh, Jackie Chan is dead. Long live Jackie Chan. So a whole bunch of martial arts instructors will go into a room, and they'll send out some smoke out a chimney when they've mm-hmm. decided who the next person to be called Jackie Chan will be, and then that person will be Jackie Chan. It's good that there is at least some semblance of democracy. I know that you have in the past said that that Jackie Chan mm-hmm. the island is incredibly corrupt, but I think that at least without mm-hmm. a part of succession, that does mean that at the very least, there's a, a more of a likelihood of the next Jackie Chan being a sort of the Jackie Chan of drunken master instead of the Jackie Chan of the tuxedo. You know, it's very you kind of you want to make sure yeah, that that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's, there's a lineage, there's yeah, a lineage the, of of the correct martial arts that they need to be practicing. Yeah. And, yeah, the tuxedo is, is a blight in, in our history, but we move on. Have you considered what might happen in, in your island if you were ever visited by the Hollywood star Jackie Chan, uh, for whom you take your name? He, oh, you know, we, we, haven't, we haven't even told him. I'm not sure we even thought that through. Um, oh, yeah. I think if, if he came through, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, there would probably be a civil war. There would mm. probably be a lot of bloodshed, and you know who, who am I to say I wouldn't? I wouldn't beat Jackie Chan. No one can beat the original Jackie Chan. He would, he he would take over. Yeah, but it and, would be a very entertaining civil war, I imagine. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. The um, you know, he'd be using like bits of sand to like throw them. At, he'd do like a bit between two palm trees where he'd uh, sort of, you know, shimmy down them. He'd probably improvise some sort of staff out of a bit of wood that's lying nearby the stuff he could do with a hammock bloody hell it, it, would, it would be entertaining but um but gory incredibly gory <laughs> so prior to prior to prior to being maroons uh i think what i'd like you to do is tell everyone a little bit about your career and a bit about who you are uh sure well i uh so i'm a musical comedian i uh, I am also a musician and a music teacher, so I've been uh, playing a bit of piano. And do you want me to go into how I sort of got Maroon on the island as well? If if you'd like. Sure, sure. I well, let's see. I was uh, I was invited to do uh, to do a lesson near um, near the Thames Estuary. Yes, uh, right. Somebody sort of, sort of lives near there. Um, 
and they said, uh, "Yeah, we've got a we've got a, a house. We live right next to the Thames Estuary. It's uh, you know, foundations are sort of going away a little bit, but don't don't worry, it'll be absolutely fine." Yeah. So um, I uh, I went I went there just to teach a normal lesson as I would do. Was that? I mean, at the end of the day, you need thirty six pounds, which, as I understand it, is the magician uh, musicians union <laughs> recommended uh, price for a single hour of music lesson. Well, I wish I'd known that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's a, it's around. Um, I, I think I yeah. I think I go to thirty at the minute. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's around that kind of level. And um, and you know, I thought I thought yeah, it would just be a normal lesson. Um, lo and behold, building collapsed, fell into the river. Oh, got no, out. hate it when that yeah. happens. I know. And all I wanted was just to to, to teach music, teach music yeah. to the to the people. But then you you wash down the Thames Estuary, past Clacton, yep. Yep. out into the French Channel. Somehow, I could have climbed out of Clacton, but I thought I, was, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, out into the Channel. You were blown by one of Pretty Patel's immigrant blowing fans that she's claimed that she'd like to institute, and it blew you so far yeah. that you ended yeah. up around about the Tropic of Capricorn, where yeah, you found yeah. an island. <laughs> An as yet untouched desert island. Yeah. With a number of people who mm -hmm. immediately started worshipping you as a god. Sure, sure. And you know, they, they were happy to to accept the wisdom that I brought. Well, quite the I mean the, the music and the book. Yeah. But I think that's because I mean I think the thing is, you the reason is because you immediately dropped to your knees when you got on, demanded a keyboard and started doing a rendition of your of your Edinburgh show to them and they couldn't what is what was your what what, what was your last Edinburgh show uh the last one I was a I did a 45 minute one uh called concerning Bennett mm. uh what were the bangers in that one uh I had a couple of songs I had a I had a sort of sad ballad which was actually just a, a ballad with a trap beat underneath it that was quite fun quite enjoyed that also um oh yeah I ended on my big environmental number for sort of how to solve climate change, uh, which is called uh, Piss on the Trees. So it was a call to arms to get people to just, when you're on a night out and you need a piss, piss, piss on, on the trees. trees. Piss on the trees. That's, piss on the trees. That's all we want. Um, <laughs> haven't done it since because some of the lyrics were a bit questionable. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some bit. How did it go again? Was, piss on the trees. Um, show your worth. Uh, No, it wasn't get out of your knob and feed the earth, was it? I think it might have been. Piss on the trees, take a whiz, just whip out your knob and think of the kids. I think yeah. that was that was a lyric. That was You do a bit of um you do a bit of uh, comedy writing with other comedians though, don't you, as well? Uh yeah, yeah. Um at the minute I've been so I've been working with another musical comedian called uh Hugh Davies. Uh yeah. very funny man. Very funny. He is. Probably get him on the um, podcast if you know probably get more listeners because he's much bigger than both of us but you know that's, that's nah, the... he, he won't no, no. he won't he won't do this he won't, no he, he won't, won't do that not because not because he doesn't he doesn't like you or doesn't like the podcast he just um he just doesn't like life really no yeah very sad man but um you know um no very very good to work with very good musician um yeah. can't really say more about what we're working on at the minute but uh it should be a lot of fun looking yeah. forward to it didn't you do a indiana jones musical together uh, yes, we did. Yeah, that was uh, three years ago. Uh, it was uh, Ben Deanna Jones and the Temple of Huge. Um, pretty simple concepts. Uh, basically, my my 
uh, granddad uh, passed away, and he left in his will a a version of a musical version of Indiana Jones that he had written, which in his uh, dying wishes he wanted me and Hugh to perform at Edinburgh, and so we did that. Um, full of, full of all its sort of it's it's not aged well really <laughs> uh, that film and uh you know my granddad really sort of focused on the on the more racist aspects of it so bit dodgy bit dodgy um but yeah. yeah that was that was the that was the musical we did for that year um and oh yeah we both so i i uh, play with key, a keyboard on stage so i sort of wear a keyboard and uh hugh does a similar thing as well sort of except it's more upright and uh yeah, so there's a lot of movement and wandering around whilst trying to sort of play pianos and not looking at your hands. Back to the island, though, because you have been oh, living yes, there for yes. three years, and you in the time in the time that you've in the time that you have ruled the island as Jackie Chan, you have mm-hmm. changed it from a a small sandy paradise to a to a, ca- a global captain of industry uh you told yeah. me that you something in particular in particular you're looking at fabrics textiles and meats uh but also hydroelectricity as i understand it uh mm-hmm. and what i'd like you to talk about to me about is a little bit just about economy and life for the people on the island okay um well the the people um the, the people live sort of pretty well you know if you think a uh not not like if you've seen the island the film yep. the island with leonardo dicaprio yeah kind of a slightly more advanced version of that maybe okay so not um so not like a sort of sprawling city but not a sort of a desert island with like a couple of sort of bamboo shacks or whatever right yeah maybe sort of like early settlers in america okay sort of that kind of level yeah, um, who've um who's died from the disease that you brought? Oh, um t- uh, the the women and children. Uh, so not yeah. all of them, but Right, yeah. That that was they they were the big portion of the population to go. Bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and right, ended yeah. up being a lot of ended up being a lot of strain on on the women and children who were who were left. Uh <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't really shouldn't really go into detail about that but it's, no 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 you know, quite i mean yeah. um but you know they 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 put in an absolute shift and and helped helped our island um stay where it was because we, uh, we did have to sort of you know to balance out the because it was very male heavy population yeah the um we had to sort of implement a policy initially where we um where we uh any any firstborn who was a male uh, we just had to discard from the island, just to sort of balance it out a bit, uh, just to make sure that it was sort of primarily uh, female <laughs> children that were sort of growing up to sort of help. Like a uh, farm, <laughs> no, like a cat, like a cattle farm. <laughs> they just get rid of the calves that are males after after a month. Um, yeah, you know what, you, yeah, you only need one bull in there. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Spain, you only need one bull. <laughs> That's... <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. I'll tell you what, this is the first episode I'm doing on this. And we've already, but we've done, I've been cancelled by Spain. I am yeah. most likely, like, it's already clear that people who are against the, who are sort of, for good reasons, are against the historical idea of colonialism are going to find this podcast yeah. in poor taste. And now yeah. we're murdering every male child. Murdering baby boys, yeah. <laughs> But for uh, good well, reason. For good reason. For good reason. For good reason. Yeah. You know, for good Not reason. Right, well, no, I couldn't. Who could blame Jackie Chan for murdering baby boys? <laughs> Just adorable little, an adorable little man with a movie that, that's career. That's the title of this episode, isn't it? Jackie yeah, Chan who could kills blame baby boys. <laughs> Jackie Chan kills baby boys, <laughs> and is an apologist for China's treatment of the Uyghurs. But that's you know. <laughs> No, you know what though? the thing is, I do think with that, uh, when when yeah. you talk when we when you talk about Chinese style, I do think that there is. Uh, I'm probably this is probably you know of all the funny all the dumb things I've said, this is probably the most ignorant thing I'm about to say in the whole episode, and it's probably Ooh, the most the thing morally that you can poke poke the most flaws in. I don't know that after it's what help- I've said, that, that's yeah, gonna right. be interesting. I don't know that it's helpful to hold. Chinese celebrities of which there aren't that many in the West but Mm. I imagine there will be increasingly more of to our idea about what is entirely correct and I I, like the, the way that they interact with their government I don't think you can like I don't think you can expect them to come here and then have to do some purity test of being like you know what fuck oh government you know like and i don't think that's really realistic so so it's uh, do you do you mean specifically for celebrities or just any chinese person who comes up comes over and and lives in the west i mean uh, are you just talking like a general sort of clash of how people view their authorities yeah kind of both i don't think like i i don't think it's realistic to be like jackie chan what do you think of like Tiananmen square and get a like like i loved you in the movie rush hour do you think it's okay that your government rolled over students in tanks like i don't like i I, like and i i know listen mate i'm i'm just i'm just here (laughs) to promote a movie i i know it'd be way more satisfying if he was just out like be like yeah it sucks but he does have to like live in china some of the time and have family there and i feel like Mm. at some level like obviously like you don't want people to like so for example i um i really like uh, there's a science fiction book series i really like called the three body problem um and it's a chinese uh sci-fi by a guy called uh, i'm gonna mispronounce this i think it's I think it's Zaichin Lao. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, and a lot of it is, it's sci-fi and a lot of it's very, um, it's got a lot of uh, dystopian elements, a lot of stuff about kind of state control and, or at least to my Western eyes. Uh, and that's what, and so a lot of, uh, people have read his his not just that but his short stories and things like that and have come to a very quick opinion of that that he is somehow that he's kind of fighting a this subversive fight against his 1984 style 
you know, Chinese government. But he's actually one of the best-selling authors in China. And if he really was doing that, then he wouldn't be. Uh, he simply wouldn't be able to just be producing these incredibly commercially successful books. And when he, when people like directly ask him, do you think the government of China is like fundamentally good? He's just like, yeah, I do. Which hmm. I think is like quite an interest. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I just think there's an interesting tension between the way that we kind of think that people should think that, think and, you know, how they actually do. And I don't know that it's useful to kind of, I don't know why this would get me cancelled. I think this is a fine thing to say. <laughs> no, it's I, it's a it's a point I haven't really thought of before, really. Um, yeah, well, now that you're a dictator, a... maybe you do need to think about what what will ha- what will happen if people, you know, appear to culturally be subverting your your rule with art, but are in fact. Oh, you know. That's true. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm hoping that my island will focus more more on Chinese opera, which is broadly, I imagine, apolitical. Um, yes no no or if it if it isn't then i'll make sure my brand of chinese opera which is on jackie chad will will remain apolitical yeah right yeah yeah i'll do my best that's all i can that's all i can say that's our state motto (laughs) i'll do my best so it's just going to (laughs) be so yeah it's just going to be like the butterfly lovers but any even like anything even it's like oh i don't like you i'll be like nope you love each other and there's butterflies end of opera i'm not actually sure what butterfly lovers is it's a it's a famous chinese opera Uh, now you might think that uh i'm a very knowledgeable host um to know things like that but what i actually did was wikipedia famous chinese operas as soon as you mentioned it of course you did of course i did because that's of course you did of course I did. You know, I need to. You got to get fun. I don't know who's coming on this pod. You could have any interests. I don't know who you are. Uh, That's true. Hey, you you don't need to. You don't need to know things anymore. Now that we now we have the internet. No, exactly. I could just you can just just look it up. To be honest, I should have looked it up before I I went into a sort of Jackie Chan heavy desert island dictatorship. Yeah, That's what I was planning. I think you should also look up uh, the nation of Holland because they are your enemy. Yes. Yes, they are. But uh, there, there, there is a reason for that, and it's because it's you claim that Holland has no superheroes. Uh, you're a corrupt go- government that relies on mm-hmm. a plethora of superheroes to resolve rampant... So I guess if they're government-sponsored... It's kind of a more like uh, the Amazon television show, Prime TV show, boys superheroes, when you're kind of actually state-controlled, mm. corrupt state-controlled, like corrupt cops that are with power. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that show... But I imagine sort of similar, like Watchmen vibes. Yeah, is it sort of similar, similar to Watchmen, where there's kind of a lot more state sponsorship of of vigilantes? Yeah, and... right. Yeah, I've actually not seen any yeah. superhero shows, and I think they're for children. But that's my. You <laughs> oh <know>. wow! <laughs> well, I'm I'm afraid to tell you, um, mainstream culture has decided you're you're wrong. Yes, I know. So, yeah, yeah, I know. But that's because so, um, must must feel pretty embarrassed now. I, I am. Yeah. Uh, for me, do, 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 do you want to apologise to to Hollywood and the and the people of Spain? I, right. I don't know. I don't know why particularly the people to of the Spain. people to the people of Spain and for the many yeah. many paedophiles that run Hollywood. I apologise <laughs> profusely, and I have seen some of the superhero films. 
And they are, yep. you know what? They're six to seven out of ten, all of them. Uh, yeah, there's, I can, I can, yeah. There's a really, I, that. I, I really like, uh, I actually really enjoy the film Ant-Man. Um, and the reason that is because it stars the actor Paul Rudd, who I'm a big fan of. And mm-hmm. Ant-Man is essentially Paul Rudd the movie starring Paul Rudd, doing Paul Rudd stuff for the whole movie, but they've sort of shoehorned it into a kind of vague sort of superhero story. And I thought that was very, very good little flex there to just have a Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. a Paul Rudd vehicle that is very Paul Rudd, but also within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Ant-Man didn't even exist. You know, they created him for Paul Rudd. Oh, did Crazy. they? That no, is no, good. No. Oh, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, of course they didn't. Do you think Marvel would plan as much as they did and then suddenly go, oh, you know, we, we've got heavy history for all of these fans, but, you know, we've also got Paul Rudd and he is he is insistent on doing stuff about ants. So, <laughs> yeah, just put like Paul Rudd in the Marvel drawing. Yes, my hands are tied. Like, Paul Rudd coming into the into the into the boardroom, and they're just like with like a sort of like glass with some earth in it, and yeah. they're like, okay, Paul, we've got like we've got they've got kind of they've got the you know they've got their like sixty years of content, and they're like, right, we've been really we've been really thinking about what kind of vehicle we think you might fit into, you know, we've obviously we've already we've just done Guardians of the Galaxy, and I know there's some characters in that that haven't made the cut for the film, but we you know we want your mm-hmm. own vehicle, and Paul Rudd just sort of opens the jar and just pours it onto the table and it's just like what do you think that is there's millions of them and i can lift leaves actually that's so my my issue with with ant-man mm. um because obviously so there should be some correlation between the name and the the powers of what you do yes um ant-man he he, he grows small he becomes small, becomes the size of an ant. He mm-hmm. start riding ants, and then being around being being an ant. He, there's nothing about ants which says that they grow bigger. Like I've never seen a seventy foot ant. I, I I don't know <laughs> what why why is if if you're gonna if you're gonna call your superhero Ant Man, be consistent. He should have you like know? different ant powers. He should have the like biting and yeah. the fire ant. And I've seen yeah. uh, a load of the fire i've seen a load of fire ants irl and oh wow quite um when there's a lot of them it's scary isn't it yeah no i was like oh yeah like because like, basically there was like a, a little trickle of them like a sort of little tributary and i was like well i've seen you know like i've seen mo- like b movies from the 80s where someone gets covered in them and they sort of die and i was like well that's not it's mm-hmm. not going to be like that uh and then the tributary very quickly became like a lot a quite a thick stream of them and i thought oh that uh, that actually yeah, sucks and i would not like to be no i don't like, like it. amongst that um that's what happens in the is it the third mummy film where it was they buried a guy alive being eaten by cockroaches i think um in the, fir- the first was... one has the the scarabs that like go in you yeah, I think it was it was the third one. Was it the one with the, the like the Chinese emperor? Yes, what was that called the rise of the emperor or the the emperor's return. 
I don't know because I like the first Mummy film more than I like than is reasonable to like it and hate the other to, the, all the other films in the franchise with a passion. I think that's where I am with this. Oh, really? Movies. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh. like, I can deal with the score the uh, the Mummy 2, the Scorpion King. Uh, oh. But. That shot, though. Yeah. That's a horrible CGI shot <laughs> of him opening the door and, like, his eyebrows are moving way too much. And he's, it's, it looks, oh. that wasn't The Rock's finest moment. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. So I, but so I've I've checked this out right, and mm-hmm. uh, so there are actually some Dutch superheroes. Uh oh, yeah. Uh, as, as in superheroes from from Holland. So, yeah. So Dutch superheroes. Uh, oh no! Hang on. Oh, okay, so there, right? There are no, there are none. There are <laughs> there are superheroes who Hold are from it. the Dutch Reformed religion, <laughs> but there aren't. what? Yeah, and also, by the way, I'm looking this up because it's a um, it's it's basically Marvel characters that have, are from Holland, right? And I was like, okay, well, there's got to be some, right? Yeah, and they put Vincent Van Gogh in what? <laughs> so I don't think this is an accurate. Is he a Marvel? Is he like a Marvel character? Like I guess a Marvel he, superhero? I, I imagine what's probably happened here is that he's just appeared in like an episode. Right. Uh, there is a. Uh, because there's quite a lot of. There's quite a lot of. Yeah, okay. So the, this episode is. This website's kind of a compilation of people who've appeared in Marvel comics and. So okay. it's just got everyone who's Dutch, including Marinus van der Lubb, who was a Dutch leftist who claimed to have planned and set the Reichstag fire. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. Well, that was that was a but, that was a dodgy, dodgy edition of Spider Man. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Uh, Peter... just, just, just have him. Just have him. Just swing around New York or something. Just take down a gang leader. Don't. Don't have him get into the politics of 1930s Germany. Christ. Yeah, like out of it. <laughs> Peter Parker supports the Fry Corps. Is a real like. <laughs> it's a move. It's a move we didn't expect, but we are trying to hit the Proud Boys market. So I think you know you got to really. <laughs> <laughs> well, my racist sense is tingling. There's going to be like there's going to be like two two future Spider-Mans. There's going to be um, there's going to be the um, uh, who's the ah who's the the new yeah. There's going to be like one. Oh, what the names? Yeah, there's going to be like it's it's like the future Spider-Verse. It's just going to be a Spider-Verse to try and to try and do like both sides of the American political divide. They'll be like Spider-Man. They'll be like Spider-Man PS5 Miles Morales for the Democrats, and then like. Spider-Man like Duke von Weitenhafen for the, for the Republicans. He's just like, oh my god, he's just uh, there's no blue in his costume. He's just entirely red. <laughs> it just says, um, oh shit, I forgot where where Spider-Man lives. Where does he live? He lives in um, well, he lives in yeah, so he lives in Blue State, New York. Yeah, he's from uh, yeah. Brooklyn, isn't he? Yeah, Brooklyn. To make Brooklyn great again. Just emblazoned on his back. <laughs> Actually, I've been playing a lot of 
um, Batman recently. Arkham Asylum. No way. Arkham Asylum. Oh, wow. Okay, because it's been a few years since. Because that that game banged, and then I stopped playing them. So... Yeah, well, I'm I'm pretty old school. I've never really played any of these superhero games before. My laptop is I've got one which is suddenly good enough to run games. Well, I, I so guess it's hard to get things imported to a desert island, so you gotta you know you gotta consider that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but some some of the some of the superheroes I had, like one one of the guys there's there's a superhero called Zeus, who is just a guy who thinks he's Zeus, and he's not Zeus. <laughs> And that's it. That's that's the guy. He just dresses like Zeus, and everyone around him just goes like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a mighty god." And then I'll just go around the corner and say, mm. "I think this guy's unhinged." Yeah, I he's, mean, obviously, yeah, no, no. I think it's interesting that you're poking fun at this, given that uh, you have taken over an island, called yourself Jackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. Despite any evidence that you are, in fact. Uh, Chinese American Hollywood star Jackie Chan. So, sorry, do you, do you do you have an issue with with my island? Do, do you want to join the list that Holland is on? I well, I, I guess I, will, I guess I, before before I consider whether to join the list, uh, I, I think that you probably need to tell me what, what will happen to ho- the nation of Holland now that it's on the list. What we will do. Yeah. What will we will do? do to... Christ. Well, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna have a big national effort. We're gonna use our hydroelectricity that we've got. We're gonna use our meats. We're we're gonna use our textiles. Yeah. And we're we're gonna we're gonna fashion an armada of of meaty boats. <laughs> meat boats. <laughs> meat boats. Every superhero is gonna have a meat boat. Yeah. <laughs> Superman. We're sailing. We're sailing straight across the Atlantic. Have you considered? Have you considered the possibility of sharks in the Atlantic? Oh, oh, damn it! Oh no! Oh no! Damn it! That was the damn it! I knew knew we we didn't want to happen. I knew we should have been focusing on research and technology. (laughs) Damn it! All this time we were just focused on on trying to make the right meats. Yeah. We didn't think about how tasty our meats were. And if anything, they're good, tasty meats. Yeah, they're... right. Yeah, yeah. The sharks would be loving it. I don't know, I don't know if they really appreciate I don't know like how much they appreciate cuisine. I think they mostly just take what they can get, but That's know, I'm sure they will, yeah. You've seen those like goblin oh. sharks that are seven hundred years old and just like just like they what? look like they're there's like goblin sharks, I think they're called, and they are we believe that they can live up to seven hundred years. And they're about that, that can't be true. So, so we know that there are a number that are alive that are between two and four hundred years old. And what? There, I, I think I'm from. So the the listeners can't see Bennett's face, and I think that from his what? face, I think I'm delving into his nightmares here. There is a shark on this planet that we believe can live up up to seven hundred years. So you're telling me that right now there is a shark yeah. swimming around. Yes. That 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 met Cromwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. It, there was a shark that was that that witnessed the beheading of Charles the First. Yeah, they all. Yeah, they. Yeah, he was there. Just fucking like, absolutely. Oh, it's a Greenland shark. That's what they're called. And they 
they look like complete they mm. like right you know like you look at an animal and you're like how old it looks 700 years old like it fucking looks oh, no. it looks like it's seen the reformation like it looks i want to look this up now complete dog shit and then like they just do nothing but like eat chunks out of porpoises and then just dive back underneath Greenland. <laughs> just like their skin's poisonous. If you oh, like... he looks horrible. Fucking disgusting animals. Oh, Christ. <laughs> it, why is his upper lip so high up? I don't know, but whatever it is, oh. he lets him live 700 years. How fit do you reckon they were when they were like 20? <laughs> well, they, had, they still still have a very long nose. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's just something that grows out, or or, or whether they're just born with a nose as that long. Christ, this is well, this is one ugly looking shark. I'll, like I'm not gonna, oh, I don't want to get too hard into mortality or whatever. I don't really want to die, right? But I also think after like 500 years of doing nothing but just like eating some porpoises, yeah, miserably, I might, you know, I might there's be thinking one pi- there's only <laughs> one picture that looks okay. The <laughs> I others, might be the others. I might be thinking about checking out. I don't know. I'll be, they, they look like, uh, you know, an alien where you have the alien coming out of the alien. Yes. But they, they look like there's another alien coming out of that second alien. That what, That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it comes it up, like, and then he goes, oh, no. <laughs> there's, another fucking, there's another fucking alien. <laughs> God, it's horrible. And the upper lip is like really, it's, it's almost like if you were to curl your lip up into your nose. Or something. Oh god. It doesn't have any eyes. Looks like me. God. It looks like you. It looks like you yeah. finding out that that shark exists. Yeah, that was the face <laughs> <though>. <laughs> 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 um, Great visual content. <laughs> yeah, great visual content that they won't hear. But uh just look up a goblin shark and it's pretty similar. It's roughly roughly what Bennett's face looked like. Um <laughs> Hey, Bennett, do you prefer Ben or Bennett? I don't know why I refer to you as Bennett alone, but I've never called you Bennett. Yeah, Bennett is, um, well, it's my actual name and I, I use it as a stage name, but um, Ben is fun. Okay. It's a bit like... Um, Jackie Chan to us. That's the... Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, you should be calling me Jackie Chan. Yeah. I'll accept Jack. Oh, good, because I don't think um, the real Jackie Chan would. Uh... Do you not think? No. Hmm. I'm Although sure I guess I, I don't know because I guess Jackie Chan, Jackie must be an anglicized version of his actual name. So um... yeah. Oh wait, no, I did look up what is. Hold on. I did. I did look up what his actual like his Chinese name means something incredible. Yeah. So the literal meaning of his of his Chinese name is become the dragon. Oh my god. And he so cool. Changed that to Jackie <laughs> to become a film star. <laughs> to become a housewife in the fifties. And yeah, which he I failed know. miserably at, by the way. He's you know, the na- because the <laughs> you know, become the dragon by name, become the dragon by nature. It doesn't matter what he wanted, but he's that's what he's got. Um He didn't have a choice. It's mad. Yeah. Well, I think we're um, I think we're actually getting towards the end of uh, the end of our allotted time, Jackie yeah, Chan. Sure. So it's actually really nice to have you come on and talk to me about your islands. Um, but what I just before I um, just before we finish, what I'd like you to talk about is uh, you you told me three laws that you that you would enact 
or things you might ban. And you told me that uh, no citizen is allowed to not be a mass vigilante, which is very responsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, all crime must be legal when it's raining. When? How long? How? How often does it rain? Well, we 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 just don't know. We don't know. It's it's a. I think it's a better version of the purge. In that, because the problem with the purge is you have a lot of planning time. You basically have a year. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. You fucking like load up on your Glocks. You know, you like you put your security yeah. in, and then. Yeah, but if it's if it's just oh, when it's raining, you can commit crime. You don't know when that is. You may yeah, have an right. inkling of when it's about to happen, but it's just it's just a bit a bit fairer, isn't it? I guess what it would mean is a lot less nice kind of outdoor the kind of uh, nice outdoor tropical beach side bars because mm. you don't want that you don't want to be out there it starts no. spitting and then gets shot yeah because you're not going to want to be outside anyway so all no, the crimes right, yeah, you yeah. are just um, you know just going to be stealing stealing stuff you already own and they're getting immediately arrested by every other by everyone else who's a masked vigilante so uh yeah look, look it's it's not it's not for us to question the ways of jackie chad well i think it is because you no sorry it's not for me because you've made these rules but yeah uh and and who am i but a a leader speaking the words of jackie chan i am jackie chan and this and... is my life in action <laughs> I think we'll end on that. <laughs> I think we'll end on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, that's 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 probably fair. <laughs> we're we're awesome. not going to get a higher tone. No, no. To this. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks very much. Thanks so much for listening. That was the first ever episode of Desert Island Dictator. Uh, You can catch Bennett Kavanagh as soon as comedy clubs return, and I hope they do soon. Please do look out for him. He's an absolutely fantastic talent. He gigs all over the country all the time. He's a brilliant, brilliant comedian. And please do like and subscribe. And if you did enjoy it, retweet it. Tell me about it. Uh, If you didn't enjoy it, I have no interest in hearing about you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm entirely siloed. I want only positive reinforcement from now on. Thank you very much. My name's Jacob Hatton. Goodbye. <laughs>